The top six has been shaken up as the Bruins are finally back in action tonight after a few days off. And we're doing our weekly cup check, a look at where the Bruins rank among the NHL's top five teams. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Thursday, November 17th. It's a new day, a new toque, a new waffle shirt, and the Bruins finally back in action after not playing since Sunday evening. Going to preview tonight's game against the Flyers. But first, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day, every day. The podcast is available on your favorite podcast app, on YouTube, so please do search up Locked On Boston Bruins, smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, same handle on Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. The big news on Wednesday was that Jeremy Swayman has been activated off injured reserve, Keith Kincaid being reassigned to the Providence Bruins. While Swayman is Back with the club after missing a couple weeks with a lower body injury, Jim Montgomery leaning towards starting Linus Allmark on Thursday night against the Flyers. But having said that, he's going to pull back Allmark's usage a little bit and take advantage of having Swayman um, in the mix, grabbing some starts. Montgomery said it's hard because Linus has done such a great job playing like a number one while Swayman's been out. He's had to carry the load, and it's nice to know that he can do that. But they don't want him carrying that big of a load this early on in the season. Just as they wouldn't want Swayman to be carrying that load either. They have two very good goalies in the mix and want to take full advantage of that duo when they're healthy, in order to keep them on top of their games, as well as fresh for when the games matter most. Now, there's been a couple tweaks to the lineup in recent games that will carry over into tonight's tilt with the Flyers. First, David Pasternak has been moved back up to the top line with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. And Montgomery, not concerned that it's going to affect the scoring depth, as has been an issue in the past. He said a lot of it depends on matchups, who they're playing, whether they're at home or on the road. Um, He's told all the forwards within the top six, even including your Pavel Zakas, Charlie Coyle as well, get used to playing with everybody because of injuries and adjustments being made on the fly. There's going to be 
more injuries down the road, no doubt. And it's good to have that flexibility in the lineup and have some guys comfortable with each other, uh, depending on what needs to be done. For the time being, Jake DeBrusque is bumping down to the second line alongside Taylor Hall and David Krejci. Of course, Krejci and DeBrusque have played together in the past. DeBrusque said it's worked fairly well. They've had some good shifts so far in David Krejci's, uh, you know, second tenure with the team. Uh, They've had some shifts where they've been in the zone for a while able to get a good 5-on-5 goal in the game against the Canucks. There's that history playing with Krejci before. He likes being back with him. And previously, they didn't really have anybody like a Taylor Hall on the other wing, so it's pretty exciting. DeBrusque, of course, we all know is a big fan of Hall, even from uh, when he was a youngster growing up. In Edmonton. DeBrusque said it's one of those things where you just want to try to help balance the line, make it a threat, give those guys pucks, whether it's retrievals in the offensive zone. Um, He hasn't played too much with Taylor, but they need to use their speed, generate more chances and shots, and just play aggressive. So that's going to be the look for the Bruins here tonight. To begin the game, at least, Marshan Bergeron, Pasternak, Hall, Krejci, DeBrusque in the top six. And again, those guys somewhat interchangeable, and uh, we could see some adjustments throughout the course of the game. We're going to talk a bit later on about the Flyers and what they bring to the table. Coming up next, a look at the top five teams around the NHL. But this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, hockey, soccer, and esports. They've got it all in terms of player props and futures, team props as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. You can head to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. If you love sports podcasts, you can also find those at Bet Online. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insight that only locked on can provide that's locked on sports today available on this app youtube and wherever you get podcasts all right so every thursday on the locked on boston bruins podcast we take a look at the top five teams around the nhl and assess where the Bruins stack up among them. It's my weekly cup check, also known as cup half full, cup half empty. Should we be uh, optimistic about the Bruins or uh, is there cause for concern? 
the top five teams at the moment by way of point percentage are as follows. And I'm going to work from five back up to number one. With a 656 point percentage, 10, 5, and 1 record, plus 7 goal differential, we have the Carolina Hurricanes. In fourth at the moment, a bit of a surprise team. They're 7, 2, and 1 in their last 10. It's the Winnipeg Jets, 9, 4, and 1 overall. They only have 19 points, but they've only played 14 games. They have a plus 10 goal differential as well. When it comes to the Hurricanes and the Jets, uh, the Hurricanes, there's reason to believe that this is a very good team indeed. They rank number one in the NHL in terms of shot attempt differential at five on five. They rank second in the NHL when it comes to expected goals at five on five. Second in scoring chance differential five on five. And they have an even 100.1 PDO, meaning their shooting percentage combined with their save percentage is about what you'd expect. So this team largely is what it is. Pretty good indeed. The Winnipeg Jets, however, they rank 20th in the NHL in shot attempt differential Uh their expected goals. They're even further down the list, I believe, at uh, 21. And really, their success at the moment is largely defined by Connor Hellebuck, who is playing at a Vesna Trophy level. Don't necessarily expect them to have this sustained success over the course of the regular season and into the playoffs. Having said that, their shooting percentage 5-on-5 is rather low, so there's room for improvement scoring-wise. But again, that's a testament to how good Connor Hellebuck has been that they are continuing to win uh, on a consistent basis. Now, the top three teams in terms of point percentage in the NHL more along the lines of what you would expect to see. There's the Vegas Golden Knights in third, 13 and 4 record, 765 point percentage, and they are also third in the NHL in terms of goal differential at plus 19. Their underlying numbers uh, suggest somewhat sustained success, although they are on the opposite side of the ledger in terms of shot attempt differential, 49.34. Expected goals at 5-on-5. Five five. The Vegas Golden Knights a bit better. Actually, they're in fourth when it comes to expected goals. And uh, that means maybe they're not getting as many shot attempts as the opposition, but they're generating... Uh, high danger shot attempts. They rank third in the NHL in that respect. And um, yeah, so they're not out attempting the opposition, but they're generating high danger attempts, uh, which keeps their expected goals up. 
Hopefully that makes sense. A bit of a word salad there. But basically, they're getting into dirty areas. They're getting good scoring chances within the slot area. And that is why they are succeeding at the moment. Their PDO is a bit elevated at 1.016. Getting some very good goaltending from Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill. Um, Vegas Golden Knights, an exceptional hockey team at the moment for sure. In second place right now, point percentage-wise, thanks to a 10-game win streak, it's the New Jersey Devils. They're 13 and 3, 813 point percentage, and a second ranked goal differential of plus 21. Their underlying numbers certainly point to legitimacy for the New Jersey Devils. They're second in the NHL behind only Carolina in shot attempt differential. Expected goals 5 on 5, they rank first. Scoring chance differential, they rank first as well. And their PDO, 1.0, oh sorry, 100.4, uh, which is 13th, middle of the pack. So this team is what you would expect them to be. They have star level players in Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt, Dougie Hamilton. If there's one question with this team, it's about goaltending. Mackenzie Blackwood on the shelf. Vitek Vanacek stepped in and is playing very well. Um, so this is a team, certainly, to be reckoned with. Number one right now is our Boston Bruins. They're 14-2, and two, of course, through 16 games. 875 point percentage. A league-leading goal differential of plus 30. And they also rank number one in the NHL in terms of goals per game. They rank number one in the NHL in terms of fewest goals allowed per game, 2.19. Their penalty kill is number one in the NHL as well. Power play, number seven. The Bruins' underlying numbers are fairly strong as well. They rank 12th when it comes to shot attempt differential at 5-on-5. Expected goals, 5-on-5. A bit better. They're ninth. Scoring chance differential, five on five. They're fifth. If there's reason to be a bit concerned about the Bruins, it's that their PDO is number one in the NHL at uh, 102.9. They have a 9.56 shooting percentage at five on five, which is second in the NHL behind only the Dallas Stars. A, a stark contrast to this time last year where they were dead last in the NHL in uh, shooting percentage, and that's largely due to Montgomery's system where the defense is much more active. It also helps to have a legitimate second-line center. David Pasternak's rolling uh, as he wasn't necessarily this time last year. Um, so the offense... Very encouraging. The Bruins also rank third in save percentage 5-on-5 five five at 93.37. So, you put that all together, while the Bruins are off to the best start in franchise history, they rank number one in 
some important metrics, points, point percentage, goals for, goals against. The underlying numbers suggest we could see some regression coming up here. And that will likely come over the next couple of weeks when they have that more challenging schedule. Tonight, Philadelphia should be a win. Saturday against the Chicago Blackhawks, we would expect that to be a win as well. But as I've mentioned a few times here on the podcast, the end of February into early December is a bit of a murderer's row when it comes to the opposition. You have Tampa uh, twice. You play the Panthers and the Hurricanes. You play the Colorado Avalanche twice, Vegas twice, uh, the Coyotes in there as well, although it's on the road in that kind of heightened uh, scene in Mullet Arena. And then they come home to play the New York Islanders, who are playing pretty well also. So, yeah, there's a real chance the Bruins could be 16-2 and at the beginning of next week. But there's also a very real chance that they will fall back to earth a little bit over those next couple of weeks. And uh, it's not really anything to be concerned about. There's some ups and downs that occur during the season, ebbs and flows. You're not going to keep up this weight of rate of winning all season long, nor will Linus Olmark keep up a 936 save percentage all season long either. The New Jersey Devils aren't going to win 10 games in a row very often, but There's a bit more room to be encouraged with their underlying numbers than the Bruins, for instance. Uh, So right now, the New Jersey Devils appear to be uh, very legit and uh, could very well be the team to beat out of the Metropolitan Division this season, if not the Eastern Conference. Uh, The Bruins done everything we could have imagined so far this season. Uh, but Atlantic Division still very difficult. Uh, and, you know, I am still very cautiously optimistic about this group. I think they can indeed go pretty far this season and have some special results. But at the same time, you know, just be wary of some regression coming here in the next couple of weeks uh, doesn't mean what they've done so far doesn't mean anything it just uh, is the regular ups and downs that come over the course of an 82 game season let's talk more about the Philadelphia Flyers here coming up first can't express enough how much I appreciate Everybody who takes some time to listen to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast once, twice a week, even uh, every day. Thank you so much for taking that time. Do check out the Locked On um, Sports Today podcast next. A daily look at all the big stories around the world of sports with the take of the day. Find that wherever you find your podcasts. The Philadelphia Flyers come into this game with a 7-6-3 record. Uh, They lost the other night to the Columbus Blue Jackets in overtime. 
their power play ranks 26th in the NHL. Penalty kill is 22nd. Uh, their faceoffs they rank 31st in the NHL, whereas the Bruins rank second. Uh, goals four per game, 2.56 goals allowed, and even three. So there's a very real chance the Bruins could and should come out on top in this one. Carter Hart has been fantastic for the Flyers so far this season. Probably their team MVP with a record of 6-2-3, and a 9-29 save percentage. Linus Allmark has been better, however, 11-1, a 9-36 save percentage. Travis Konechny leads um, the... Uh, Flyers in scoring over the last five games with seven points, three goals, four assists. Over the last five games for the Bruins, Brad Marchand has emerged as their top scorer with seven points uh, in his past five games since returning from that double hip surgery. Bergeron, four goals in his last five games. Pasternak with five assists over those past uh, five games. Other players to watch for the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, you know, include uh, Kevin Hayes, always emotional when he comes to TD Garden uh, with uh, his brother Jimmy having been a Bruin passing away last summer. Um, I would expect he'll have a bunch of family in the arena. Joel Farabee, three goals, seven assists through 16 games. Tony D'Angelo leading the way for them from the blue line. But it's Travis Konechny with 19 points through 16 games so far who leads the Flyers in scoring. Always fun when the Flyers are in town. I'm sure there will be some, uh, you know, shenanigans going on as well. Uh, Brad Marchand, of course, has a history with D'Angelo. Uh, and uh, I would expect there will be some uh, shenanigans, extracurriculars, horseplay, what have you there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this game tonight. It seems forever since we were able to watch the Bruins. Hope you're all having a great week, doing well. This has been another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Tomorrow we'll recap tonight's game look at the weekend ahead, and uh, bring you all the latest on the black and gold. Uh, Thank you again for for checking out the podcast. Tell a Bruins-loving person in your life about Locked On Bruins today. Spread the word. Get people subscribed on YouTube. And let's continue to grow this uh, fun community that we have developed. Go Bruins tonight. Stay warm out there. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.